This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I am not your host, Matt. But today's game will be pitting two bench warmer teams against each other with a guest host. So let's say hi to our guest host first. We'll do that. We'll do it opposite to to our guest host first. Here we go. I know uh, Dan is looking at me disapprovingly. We'll hand it over to our guest host, Trevor Hogue, first. Hi, Trevor. How are you, sir? Hi, Matt. I am well. I'm coming to you live from a bedroom closet uh, where my... It's most quiet here where my baby son is in the other room trying to sleep, uh, learning to crawl, which means he is not sleeping very well. But uh, I'm happy to be here. It's been a little while. Looking forward to this challenge and looking forward to seeing how we do tonight. Awesome. All right. Well, then our teams will be Scott and Dan versus Mason and I. So we'll go over to Scott first and say hello to you. Because Scott has the team name, and Dan is yet again looking at me disappointingly. So, uh, whatever. You two figure out who wants to talk first, and you go ahead. It's not that hard. Whoever doesn't have the team name goes first. How would I have known who had the team name? You didn't ask. (laughs) I'd have given you that information. Anyway. Why don't you start talking? There you go. I'm talking now. Hi, how how you doing? Hi. Matt, how are you doing tonight? I'm great. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> we are all over the place. How many bourbons have you had already, Dan? Come on, let's none. go. I've had none tonight. <laughs> I feel like I should. None yet. No, I'm not, not having one tonight. Oh. I've got an early morning. Oh, i got an early morning. Don't cross that on your bingo card. No bourbon. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dan. Yeah, yeah. I really don't have much to add to this conversation, so I'm just going to give it over to Scott because, you, you know, it's Scott, and Scott always has stuff to add. So go ahead, Scott. What you got? Uh, Mason's become a big fan of bourbon <laughs> marriage, right? The first of many, um, first marriage of many. <laughs> oh, wow. Don't tell Bailey. <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Yeah. I, uh, I don't, I don't have much either. Uh, we'll get into the team name here. I, I the, the attention should go to Trevor. Okay. So we'll, we'll stop talking and we'll move this along so that he can Thank get you. going. Thank you. I appreciate that. Scott. Of course, of course. Uh, Dan and I always, always staying true to ourselves and have a fudge themed team name. Uh, so tonight is no different. We will be don't fudge with my heart. No, 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 no. Matt, your turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Don't fudge with my heart. Um, Mason, I have the team name. So you go first. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay. Um, I can relate to Trevor in that I live in a closet, um, which is my apartment. So Marriage, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't have set that one up. That was my bad. No, I'm doing okay. Just get back in the swing of things. We're in the home stretch for me between trying to get all of my students ready for state testing and AP testing and all sorts of stuff. So last push, basically, as we get to the end. And I'm also, uh, well, we're also starting to look at houses. We haven't decided when we're going to get one, but probably in the near future so we're starting that process so that's fun nice so uh i have the team name um our team name is going to be current events uh married and moved so i recently moved it's not fun i don't suggest it zero stars but five stars 
and lots of fun is Mason getting married. So Mason, tell us about you know, what happened. Tell us about, you know, you know, your experiences and what's going on, you know, how to go. Particularly the dance moves, please. Yeah. Come on. I want to hear about it. Okay. Um, I mean, it was kind of a whirlwind to say the least. It, it went by in like five seconds, it felt like. But yeah, if if you're following me or friends with me on Facebook, you've seen it because my sister posted it. But um, my mom and I did uh, like a dance routine, basically. It's kind of like one of those things where you start off doing the slow dance and everyone's like, oh, they're so happy. And then just bust out into to dance after that. So <laughs> I think I got rated according to, I think it was Scott. I am a top four bench warmer in dance moves. Nice. So. Um, Whoa! Yeah, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm kind of shocked. Which is just upper half. That's not. It doesn't sound as as good as it is. But well, you got David beat. <laughs> you probably got me beat. <laughs> just wanted to say it. I've I've got my list in my head. I messaged you the morning of your your wedding and told you to take a deep breath and you know and try to take it all in. But it's hard, yeah, man. The day your is. wedding is just like a whirlwind. It's crazy and all this stuff and. It's, so I'm glad that you had a positive, awesome experience. So so good luck to you and your bride. So awesome. All right. Well, let's go ahead and hand it over to our guest, which I'm sorry, our guest host, which we already introduced, Trevor, and go ahead and kick us off. Or actually, we should probably kick it over to Dan first for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. done that we can now officially hand it over to trevor so trevor go ahead and tell us what's going on okay well this is my i think my third time hosting and i think if i if memory serves me correct my first two games uh played pretty easy so i tried to make this one a little bit on the uh more difficult side but i had a number of play testers who helped me out with this so hi mark hi mark (laughs) including one mark (laughs) <laughs> yeah so right off the bat i want to say thank you to all of you who uh responded to my post on the bench and helped me play test this i think it's a better game i hope it's a better game as a result of all of your feedback so appreciative of that uh makes me better hearing your feedback so without further ado let's get on with it the first quarter is going to be odd one out The odd one out. For this quarter, there will be three categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 50 points. All right. First quarter, odd one out. Question number one. Which of the following is not an XFL team? The Tampa Bay Storm... The Orlando Guardians, the DC Defenders, the Vegas Vipers, the St. Louis Battlehawks, or the Houston Roughnecks. All right, we're gonna check in. 
okay, don't fudge with my heart, nah, 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 has checked in. So current events, married and moved, you can talk it out. I'm I'm between Storm and Vipers. Yeah. So Guardians is because I was trying to go see an XFL game while I was in Disney, and we, it didn't work out in the timing-wise, uh, but it's the Orlando Guardians. The Defenders yes. are the ones with the, the beer snake incident. Yep, um, <laughs> I heard so, about that. Yeah. I heard that. Um, Roughnecks, I know because that's the one closest to New Orleans. And so a lot of people, I've seen people post about it. And I knew Roughneck is just a thing that stands out. And the Vegas Vipers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Battlehawks, I'm, I'm certain that's the one that AJ McCarron plays for. Yes. Because of all his stuff he was talking about. I think it's got to be the Storm, but the Tampa Bay Storm. I don't think Tampa Bay even has a team. I might be wrong. I think you're right. I know Orlando does for sure. Yep. I'm trying to think of what the other ones are, but it's not coming to me off the top of my head or what the other three would be. But I, Tampa Bay Storm just doesn't ring a bell for me at all. The other ones seem to make sense. Viper's the only one I had a question about, but I, I Vegas Viper sounds like one. Yeah, that does. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to check in with uh, Tampa Bay Storm. Okay. Don't fudge with my heart. What did you say? Yeah, right off the bat, the one that kind of stood out to me was Tampa Bay Storm. I don't recall Tampa Bay having an XFL team. Uh, this iteration, who knows what may happen. Um, and the rest of them all all made sense, like Mason kind of laid out. Battlehawks, let's go, baby. Uh, we also checked in with Tampa Bay Storm. Both teams starting off strong, 50 points apiece. The correct answer is the Tampa Bay Storm. They are not an XFL team. They were... An AFL team, an Arena Football League team, and the most successful Arena Football League team in its history until it folded. They had, uh, yeah, so Tampa Bay Storms were an AFL team uh, with one Jay Gruden among their alumni. So, correct answer, Tampa Bay Storm. Nice job. Question number two. Which of the following is not a AAA baseball team? Number one, the Sugarland Space Cowboys. Number two, the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. Number three, the Tucson Road Runners. Number four, the El Paso Chihuahuas. Number five, the Albuquerque Isotopes. And number six, the Omaha Storm Chasers. Trevor, we're going to check in. Okay, current events, married and moved, is checked in. So don't fudge with my heart. You can talk it out. I'm positive on the Space Cowboys, the Jumbo Shrimp, the isotopes, and I'm pretty sure on the storm chasers. Yeah, I I knew right off the bat isotopes and storm chasers for sure. Mm-hmm. So that left us three and four, El Paso and Tucson. Right. Okay. So I I would think that if Tucson is one of them, it would be the Diamondbacks affiliate, and I'm pretty sure they're the Reno Aces. They're definitely the Reno Aces. It's I've actually been to a Reno Aces game in Reno, so. So I would think that that has to be it then. Tucson has to be it because I don't think Tucson would have another affiliates team. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, it's either that or the Chihuahuas, but it's going to be a 50-50 either way. I'd rather have at least some reasoning on it. Yeah, I'm good with it. All right. So we'll check in with the Tucson Roadrunners. Okay. So then current events married and moved. What did you say? Yeah, we both said five and six. The isotopes and storm chasers were like immediately the both of us were like, yep, we know those ones for sure. I mean, I've been to a storm, been to a couple storm chasers games. I said the jumbo shrimp because I, I remember hearing that name 
this last year watching a video of twins minor league games and i'm like jumbo shrimp <laughs> what in the world i've heard of that then mason said that he'd heard of the cowboys and the el paso chihuahuas so that narrowed it down to the tucson roadrunners so that's what we checked in with once again both teams getting points the correct answer is the tucson roadrunners nice job guys yeah so the two the tucson roadrunners are an american hockey league team a minor league hockey team uh of the phoenix or the arizona coyotes so they it's a little bit of a wordplay the Roadrunners, and the Coyotes. Uh, that makes sense. Moving on to question number three and odd one out. For the 2022-2023 season, which of the following teams is not an English Premier League team? Number one, Brentford. Number two, Sheffield Wednesday. Number three, Nottingham Forest. Number four, West Ham United. Number five, Crystal Palace. And number six, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Scott, I just looked at the EPL table not too long ago. Yeah, you're going to take 100% of this. All right, we're going to check in. Okay, don't fudge with my heart is checking in. So current events, you can talk it out. All right, so Britain, what I know for sure is. West Ham, I know for sure is. Crystal Palace, I know for sure is. Yeah, so that leaves Sheffield Wednesday, Nottingham Forest, and Wolverhampton. Those are the three you haven't said anything definitively. EPL is not my, you know, forte. Same. Nottingham, I'm like 60% sure is. So that brings it down to Sheffield Wednesday and... Wolverhampton. Because just like Dan, I did look at the EPL standings and I don't know. Um, Let's just say Sheffield Wednesday. Sure. And don't fudge with my heart. What did you say? I know, I know. The wolves are in the uh, are in there. Wolverton and West Ham is definitely there. Nottingham is definitely there. Crystal Palace is definitely there. Which that left to me for Brentford and Sheffield Wednesday. And I couldn't remember Brentford being there, but I was pretty positive Sheffield Wednesday was not. So I also said Sheffield Wednesday. We've swept the round. Congratulations, guys. The correct answer is Sheffield Wednesday. All right. Well done. Well done. Yeah, so Sheffield Wednesday is uh, an English club, but they play uh, in one of the lower divisions. They're one of the oldest, uh, the second oldest professional association football club in all of England. I think they're in the third tier now, actually. Yeah. But they've won three FA Cups in their history. So they have some success, just not recently. So that means at the end of the, at the, end of the first quarter, the scores are tied up at 150 apiece. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Moving on to quarter number two, the category will be Sporting Haikus. Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be four questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 25 points. Okay, 
Haiku number one. 2022. Run for the Roses winner. 80 to one odds. Ah, there it is. There it is. Oh, he, he didn't even have to fully go. He just thought about it. We're checked in. Check in. Okay. Don't fudge with my heart is checked in. So current events, feel free to talk it out. Uh, I What I remembered is that the name was appropriate because it has something to do with the fact that it was a long shot or that I had something to do with the odds. But I'm trying to remember what's ever, ever in your favor. No. Uh, it... Everton in your favor. Yeah. Boom. The yeah, there you Look go. at that. Who are not in their favor right now because they are very, very close to the rele- relegation. Are they? Yeah. So so am I if if we're if it's if it comes to this podcast, if we implement that, I'm also close to the relegation. Yeah. Me too, Scott. Me too. Um No, you're fourth last I heard. That's yeah, just a dance off. <laughs> well, that's that's the oh. that's the that's the tie break. Oh well <laughs> bye, bye David. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm it's it's gonna come to me in a moment. I'm just I know it has something to do with because there it was like there was some kind of pun or something that had to do with the fact because they were a long shot. They were making references to it, like it was either like that it was a long shot or that it was, you know, it made a lot of money for people or something. I'm just trying to remember what it is. Long shot, Sally. Um, ride, Sally, ride. Do you need to go to the brain bayou to find this? Is it? Oh goodness. It's been a while. Um, I have the sounder for it. You can do it. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) Ah, what the heck? Let's go. Let me get get in my fan boat real quick and uh, get on down there, and then we'll see what happens. So, I mean. I'm excited uh, to see this. (laughs) Me too. Me too. Oh, let me think about it. I'm going to try to cycle through some words. I don't don't think it's as effective as the, the Mind Palace. That's the thing. Yours has crickets, though. Yeah, from when I don't know the answer, it's gonna be crickets. Um, trying to think, it's like the brain bayou. I just got it. Okay. Woo! Came to me. It's it. Oh, that was. I had to cycle through because I knew it had something to do with the the odds, the money thing. It's rich strike. There you go. Checking with that. That took far too long. Okay. Current events after a trip to down to the bayou uh, has checked in with Rich Strike. So, yeah, don't fudge with that heart. What'd you say? Yeah, that's what it is. It's Rich Strike. I, I, I remember thinking about that, thinking they, they struck it rich. I got to have to remember that when it, when, when someone asks this about, uh, yep. about the 2022 yep. yeah. run for the roses winner in haiku Absolutely. form. So I, I remember thinking exactly that. <laughs> you just knew not in a iambic pentameter. I just knew not in a song. <laughs> Absolutely. I thought maybe Both a limerick, but probably yeah, that's pushing it. That's pushing it. There once was a horse named rich. we all went to the next word (laughs) whose whose jockey silks were quite kitsch there you go (sighs) yeah so yeah but 
both teams both teams correct rich strike is the answer yeah the second biggest long shot to ever win the derby i thought it was fascinating because he only ran because there was a late scratch the day before so the derby winner wasn't even planning to be in the derby until like 24 hours before crazy that's what makes it fun okay moving on to question number two Mets two-time all-star last year's batting champion uses noblest bat yeah that's right that's right yeah. Scott we're checked in Trevor okay so then current events you can talk it out hmm. I have some ideas but I don't the so, noblest bat doesn't mean anything to me so that's not yeah me idea. neither means the bat doesn't well, have okay. a Okay, yes, thank you, Dan. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Got to have Dan to explain everything. Have him so dance who won... Yeah, dance playing. Have Dan Anyway, um sorry. I was I wasn't meaning to be mean about it, but yeah. Um Okay. So I mean, I know I... that's better than Dan scaping, by the way. It's also better than Dan handling so. I get it all out of your system now. Keep going. Keep going, Scott. Got any more? Learning Dandarin. Dandruff. Okay, we're Not done. There. That was we're dandy. Done. Anyway, so. Okay, um, so. So, Luis right. Arise won the AL batting championship last year, um, and now he's in the NL. But uh, I only think I might know this because of reading, you know, when he won it. The other name, and I don't know the first name, but I think the last name is McNeil. Jeff McNeil was one of the names I was going to mention to you. Okay. Um, the other one was going to be uh, what's his name Starling Marte, but yeah. I don't think he, I don't think he was. I don't think he's been there long enough to be a, a two-time All Star for the Mets because he was from Miami. Yeah. Um, but Mc, McNeil fits the profile of a guy that has a high batting average. Like he's usually up there. Um, yeah, I don't know about the novel spent, but. Jeff McNeil would would make sense as a, a batting champion and two time All Star seems to fit for him too. So go ahead and check in with Jeff McNeil. Okay. Current events is checked in with Jeff McNeil. Don't fudge with my heart. What did you say? Yeah, the only name that fit the criteria, regardless of the novel's bat, because I didn't know, but I'll stop there because I don't want to dance playing to me. Uh we also checked into uh, checked in with Jeff McNeil. Nice job, teams. The correct answer is indeed Jeff McNeil. Yeah, I didn't know he used a novelist bat either until I was researching for this question. It struck me as strange, but apparently yeah, a, a hitting coach in the minors encouraged him to use it, and he found success, so he's still using it. He's not very bright, so he, they just he said, what a knob. Yeah, that that's why. Okay, there you go. Insert crickets <laughs> in the brain bayou. Insert brain bayou. <laughs> That brave brain bayou sound is getting a lot of use today. I say it has been used in a long time. Moving on to question number three. AM track star won two golds in Tokyo, 800 meters. Mm. Dude, is he going to go to the brain bayou again? I might have to. I I know this name because I, I watched it. Um, you guys can't. This is an audio medium, but uh, Mason just displayed a little bit of his dance moves when he was like, 
about to get the question. Oh my gosh. The brain by you. Oh, there it is. There it is. All right, we'll check in. Okay, current events married and moved is checked in, so don't fudge with my heart. You can talk it out. Can we though? I, I, I just I'm just so impressed with Mason. It's like ever since he tied the knot, like he's just more definitive in his answers. He's getting there quicker. The brain bayou is back open for business because he probably needs like a place to get away when you know there's a little marital tiff. I don't have anything on this. Nope. I have no idea. Uh Johnny Menzel, he went to A and M. He did. He might have ran for a career 800 meters in the NFL. (laughs) Ah, that's pushing it. You're giving him a lot of credit. (laughs) Yeah. He may have thrown for 800 meters. Maybe. Is it Johnny Johnny Trackstar? Johnny Hurdles? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got, I I don't, I don't have this. Yeah, I don't, I'm not even, my A&M alumni right now are, are not helping yeah, I I couldn't tell you. No idea about who was who was winning in Tokyo. No names. No, I I don't I don't I don't have it. I don't. I I got nothing. I'm nowhere near a bayou or anything. So, like, <laughs> um, I'm of of little help here. So uh, I guess we can we can just go with Johnny Hurdles. Or oh, you know you know who it was. It was Dat and Win. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. He, he came out of retirement from the, from the NFL <laughs> for, to, for the Eric's to go back to his alma yeah, mater. For the Eric's, we can check in with uh, with that win. Okay. So don't fudge with my heart. Check in with that win. Current events. What did you say? So I had to remember this because my wife and mother in law and I watched this happen when she. I think she when she won the, her first and possibly the second one. Um, um, cause she's was very to really, really young, but was pretty dominant in the race that I remember. Um, and her name, I don't know how to pronounce her first name. I think it's A-Ting, but I think it's A-Ting Moo. I know her last name is M-U, but, um, that's what he checked in with. Absolutely. The correct answer is A-Ting Moo or A-Ting Mo. I've also heard. Uh, so A-Ting Mo is correct. Yeah. She is a, a track sensation, uh, Winning two golds, looking dominant. Yeah, so she and her win in the 800 broke the American woman's record for the event and broke in a 53-year Olympic drought for the Americans in the event. So she is, she dominated. So a thing Mo is correct. Only way I knew that was actually watching it because otherwise I would not have picked that up anywhere. But I didn't know that one. Just. I, I Very do know. I paid attention to it more than I usually do. One thing I do appreciate, even though I know that it's, uh, you know, TikTok is supposedly the Chinese government coming after all of our whatever, I don't know, conspiracy theory related things. But anyway, TikTok the other day, I learned um, about the 2019 men's shot put world championship and then got me to the 2020 Olympics about Ryan Crowder, Krauser, excuse me, and Joe uh, Kovacs and that was an awesome story. So if you would ask a question about that, I would have been totally on top of that. But I mean, yeah, a, I a, had a, a, I, a thing. Mew. Sorry. I don't really remember. Yeah. Apologies. Yeah. 
Yeah, her parents uh, immigrated from South Sudan. She was, uh, but she was she she was born here in New Jersey. Um, yeah, incredible athlete. Cool. So move, moving on to question number four. An all-star just once made finals in '81. Shortest in the hall. Is it? Is this it? Oh, well, he would have been on that team. Didn't know he was in the hall, but I'm not surprised if he is. I think I'm pretty sure he is. I think that's probably why I heard it. All right, let's do it. Was because of a question like yeah, this. So, all right, we'll check in. Okay. Na, 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 na. Don't budge with my heart it is checked in. So, current events, married and moved. You can talk to him. All right. So, we, I'm. 90% sure that the 1981 NBA Finals, the 80-81 season, was the Lakers and the 76ers. Because I thought that that came up on that uh, HBO show about the about uh, the Lakers, the Showtime. The show, yeah. yeah. So who's the shortest person you can think of on either of those teams? Yeah, I mean, uh, for the Lakers... I can't think of anyone. Uh, I'm trying to think of that well, Norm, roster. Norm Nixon was the uh, was the shooting guard, or the point was he the point guard? Yeah, Norm Nixon was the point guard when, but then he he's not a Hall of Famer. But, yeah. Okay, uh, so on the Seventy Sixers, then um, they had Maurice Cheeks. Is he a Hall of Famer? He's got to be, but I don't think he's that, sh- that he's that short to I be the shortest. Even, yeah. I don't think, I don't think I remember that about him. Like, I don't, I don't think of him as being a, sh- a really short player. Agreed. So I don't know. Agreed. I, I, I don't hate the answer. Cause I, he's very, I would assume he's in the hall of fame. I'd be shocked if he isn't, but I mean, Julius Irving, but I'm sure Julius Irving was like six foot five, wasn't he? Or like six, six or something. Yeah. He's, he's not. not the short. He's not the shortest for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of other people on the 76ers team. Do you want to just go? What do you want to go with? Maurice Cheeks, because it's the best answer I think we got. got. I don't think it. I don't even think it's remotely close. But yeah, I guess we'll go with that. Okay, current events checked in with Maurice Cheeks. So don't fudge with my heart. What was your answer, Matt? You got the wrong. uh, Got the wrong year. The um, the eighty eighty one season was uh, the Celtics and Rockets. Oh, what? Yeah, it was you. You had seventy nine eighty that you were talking about. Oh, because um, oh. yeah, um, I'm pretty sure I've heard this before, and I'm I'm pretty sure this is Calvin Murphy. Ooh. Calvin Murphy is in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Dan, you have heard indeed heard correct. The correct answer is Calvin Murphy. Yep, he is the shortest member of the the NBA Hall of Fame, standing uh, five foot nine. It's not that short. That's Sorry, my Mason. I, I, I thought for sure because Mason even said it was he thought it was the Celtics. But even if we had known the Celtics, I didn't know who they played. I don't know who they played, yeah. and I would have never guessed Kelvin was Murphy. That, yeah, Is, was that one the Cedric Maxwell MVP one? I think that's the. I I thought that was the eighty one one. That's why I was like, it's a note somewhere around there, but it might have been that. So yeah, also found it interesting that Kelvin. Murphy was a world-class baton twirler that even in uh, 1977, during his NBA career, he won the Texas State Men's Twirling Championship. 
I so, mean, like you do, right? I mean, yeah, just nat- naturally. Sure. Just dabble in it in spare time. So he's actually the shortest. Uh, well, he wouldn't be the shortest in the baton twirling Hall of Fame. That would probably be like a six-year-old girl. <laughs> All right. So, so at the end of the second quarter, we are all tied up at 225 points apiece. Calvin Murphy might be the tallest person in the Baton Twirling Hall of Fame, actually, which would be even more of a fun fact. No, no, Minute Bowl's in there. (laughs) But you didn't know that. He's so graceful. He did it on skates, too. That's what made it really cool. All right, let's let's move on to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 25 points. Question number one. Justin Timberlake has performed in the Super Bowl halftime show three different times since the year 2000. His 2018 show tied him for most appearances with a female artist, who appeared in the show three times in the 1990s. Name her. Okay. We'll check in. Okay. Current events, married and moved, is checked in. Don't fudge with my heart. Talk it out. Okay, so the... I, I think... I mean, I I don't... We have no idea if this is right or not, but I said Gloria Estefan because of... Yeah. the the whole Miami sound machine and how many times the Super Bowl has been in Miami. I, I, I know for a fact that sound machine definitely performed at least once. I, I do have a recollection. And of that. I think in the late nineties, they did something with like, like a Miami sound, not like the Miami sound machine, but like a, like a, like a salsa sound type thing. Yeah. With a bunch. And of that would make people. sense at that time frame. That was the big Latin sort of renaissance in the late 90s with like Ricky Martin and the Macarena and stuff. So that would make sense for the era. And then she easily could have been in there a third time, right? Because it's what are the other performances from the 90s? It's like Michael Jackson and Shania Twain did one, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't think of anybody. Now that I've said that. Yeah. I I, I don't think we'll come up with anything that, that makes more sense. And it, yeah. If we if we can kind of pinpoint two, then I, I mean that's our best our best bet. All right, we'll go with uh, Gloria Estefan. Okay, don't flush with my heart. Checked in with Gloria Estefan. So current events, married and move. What'd you say? Well, in the in the recent past, I watched a video that went through like the evolution of halftime shows because um, it started off with all the marching band stuff, um, and then it went to like theater productions and Disney did stuff, and then they finally started adding like actual artists um, performing. Um, and I was thinking about that. I remember, had this vague recollection that someone performed multiple times and I, it fit because I remember there's a couple of Miami Super Bowls there. Um, and it was a big thing at the time. So, and Matt confirmed that she was at the 92 Super Bowl in Minnesota. So it kind of all made sense. So we also checked in with Gloria Estefan. Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Gloria Estefan. Yep. First time was with uh, Brian Boitano and other figure skaters, a natural pairing. The second time was with Miami Sound Machine for an Indiana Jones-inspired theme. Yeah. Uh, and the third 
time alongside Stevie Wonder. They did a, a celebration of soul, salsa, and swing. So, right, yeah. <laughs> Big bad voodoo daddy. That's right. Oh. I forgot about that one. And I completely forgot about the one in Minneapolis until until right before Mason said something about it. I was like, oh, that's right. She was in that 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 weird um, figure skating one hmm. that they did. Well done, guys. Moving on to question number two. In 2019, what NHL team rallied around the Laura Branigan song, Gloria, playing it in the arena after each home win during their playoff run? We check in. Okay, don't fudge with my heart with a quick check-in. So current events, you can talk it out. You have this, Matt? I, I thought I heard, um, oh my gosh, why am I spacing on his name? Sports Tribute Faceoff. Um, Brent. Oh my. Brent. Yeah. I thought I heard Brent complaining or being happy when they stopped playing this at Blues games. 2019 <laughs> was the year they won the Cup, right? The 2018-2019 season? I don't know. I mean, I might be wrong. It could well, have been Tampa. Well, or... well, was it something that he said? Or the voice in your head calling St. Louis? <laughs> calling St. Louis. Um, St. Louis! <laughs> I don't know. I could be I'm I'm probably wrong. And I'm sorry if I push this the wrong way, but that I, I, I'm I'm like ninety percent sure that that's the year that they won, right? So I that's about the right time frame, sure. I don't I don't I've never heard of this thing happening. So um but yeah, it's good a song as any to to rally around. So sure. I'm I'm fine with St. Louis then. All right, we're gonna check in with the that's what we're looking for, right? Is the team? Yeah, what yes. NHL team? The St. Louis Blues. All right, checked in with the St. Louis Blues. Don't fudge with my heart. What did you say? Matt, I think you got their number. <laughs> <laughs> Is yeah, it was it was St. Louis. I'm I, I know this because Brent Bullmeyer was talking about it all the time. Shout out to Brent, who's probably not hearing this right now, but hey, shout out to Brent because you're the godfather of this OG. show. Yeah. Mark. Both teams are correct. <laughs> the correct answer is <laughs> I think the correct answer is Gloria. Yes. No, the correct answer is the blues. Uh, uh, the answer to so the answer the answer, sorry, the correct answer is the blues. The, the correct the correct answer for everything is Gloria, apparently. Yes. Uh no, the correct answer go. is the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, that's yeah. So that, uh, the story the Gloria for, Gainer question. Oh <laughs> the story for how they uh I think the story for how they came to that song is the the blues players were at a bar in Philly. Uh, for maybe, and that song came on, and they were all jamming to it. So they they asked for <laughs> at, as one in, does in, in a bar. Yeah. In 2019, yeah, a bunch to. of 20 and 30 year old guys were at yeah. a bar listening it, to Gloria. <laughs> it, it's like Jack Black in uh, School of Rock with Edge of Seventeen. Same same difference. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. With, uh, yeah, John yeah, Cusack. Exactly. Yeah, same same thing. Just takes over. You. Gloria, Gloria, and Edge of Seventeen actually came out the same year. The only flavor text I had for this was that this is a certified bop. I love this song. <laughs> yeah. All right. Moving on. Question number three. The following quote 
is from a famous sports movie speech. Name the character who gave this speech. Being perfect is about being able to look your friends in the eye and know that you didn't let them down because you told them the truth. And that truth is that you did everything that you could. There wasn't one more thing that you could have done. We're going to go ahead and check in, Trevor. Okay, current events is checked in. So don't fudge with my heart. Feel free to try to talk it out. Okay, so my initial thought was, we had Gloria Estefan and a question about Gloria. I thought maybe this was Glory Road. Just kind of staying on that. (laughs) But uh, I don't think that fits, so... No, no, I don't, I don't, I don't think that fits. So I'm back to square one. Was, was this Dat win? I don't know. I don't think so. You because know, no, he he never looked his friends in the eye. Um, the the whole perfect thing leads me to think that this was either a, like a near perfection, or it was a perfect score of some some kind. Which again doesn't necessarily narrow down a sport because that could be baseball, that could be a three hundred game of bowling, that could be a perfect ten in figure skating. So I don't know that that helps us. Is it the cutting edge? Topic. Um. So no, I, don't, I don't. It's not. It's not from. It's not from Cutting Edge. I've seen that movie enough. That's. It's well, how often have you seen Cutting Edge two? I have not. <laughs> At um. All. So Was yeah, without... Sweeney in it. Oh yeah, they brought him back. Okay. I mean, he wasn't doing anything. Was Moira Kelly in it? She was. <laughs> wow. Why didn't I see this then? Because um... it came out in like 2005. Uh, but anyways, yeah. Without a, a real sport to latch onto, I mean, the only baseball movie I can think of where there's a near perfect game is uh, Summer Catch. Of course, the Freddie Prince Jr. vehicle. Um, for love of the game was a perfect. Well, yes, but I I think you would know if it was that. I think you would have yeah. known. And this isn't from Summer Catch because to bookend this halftime round, we started with Justin Timberlake. Freddie Prince Jr. left the game to go pursue Jessica Beale at the end of that movie. So there was no speech about his friends. I I can't argue with that with that logic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it just it, it just makes sense. Of course. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think our best bet is to just pick a, a notable movie character and hope that we get it. Maybe a coach. Is a Herb Brooks? Probably or... a coach. Sure, it was Herb Brooks. It wasn't Herb Brooks. That there wasn't nearly enough profanity in this. <laughs> well, Trevor could have. He could have just you know. So he could have gave the the censored version. Yeah, this is when they show it on ABC Family. This is... (laughs) Sorry, Freeform. Yes. I got nothing on this, Scott. I mean... Uh, All right, who's another coach from a movie? Um, You guys already checked him with (laughs) with Herb Brooks, didn't you? No. I wrote it down. I mean, it doesn't matter who we check in with. It doesn't matter who we check in with! Um. So, yeah, the Gridiron Gang. The That's the character's gang. name? Yep, the, whole, yep. the whole gang. Yeah, I was uh, actually going to watch that today. All right, yeah, we're going to check in with the entire Gridiron Gang. In unison. Okay, don't fudge with my heart. Checking in with the entirety of the Gridiron Gang. So, current events, married and move, what did you say? 
It's funny you mentioned Freeform, Scott, because my wife watches Gilmore Girls on Freeform, like, all day, every day, right? And one thing that she also watches regularly is the TV show, Friday Night Lights. But I think this comes from the movie, Friday Night Lights, and that coach, I don't know if it was the coach who made the speech, but the coach that the name I have is Gaines, so... We checked in with Coach Gaines. One team is getting points. The correct answer is Coach Gary Gaines from Friday Night Lights. Chip Gaines. (laughs) Chip Gaines is coach. (laughs) Yes. So uh, in a, uh, the, the authority on such matters is Bleacher Report. In a 2012 Bleacher Report article deemed it deemed this speech the second best speech in sports movie history oh whoa 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 now okay okay what's the best then i think i think number one has already been mentioned the herb brooks one the speech that Mm -hmm. never actually happened in reality because it was completely filled with so much expletives expletives that that disney could have never put miracle out yeah yes that one the hundred percent fictitious never happened speech Sure. Yes. I watched The Sixth Man last week. There's four or five quotes in that movie alone that are better than this quote right here. They you play him ten times, they win nine. Not today. Not today. Not this time. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? <laughs> the Germans? <laughs> He's on a roll. Let it go. He's on a roll. <laughs> okay. So then so that the that is the conclusion of the halftime. At the end of, at the end of halftime, we have a score of three hundred to two hundred and seventy-five, with current events in the lead. Now on to the second half. Thank you. Now on to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Benchwarmers TP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. This is an ASMR podcast. We are now an ASMR podcast. <laughs> ASMR sports trivia podcast. This is you know what? That probably that probably sell. <laughs> All right. No, yeah. actually, say it out loud. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. Today's third quarter will be lucky seven. Lucky seven. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth ten points. Don't fudge with my, my heart is uh, behind here. So they don't will get the first choice. With my heart. Don't go fudge in my heart. 
They, so I they will, if I try. Well, they will. <laughs> hey, Kiki I'm D, thank Kiki you. Kiki D. Scott, if you get. If, if, you get if... if I what? All right. So I'll say if, if you get reckless, restless, baby, I'm not your kind. All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I do. Enough of that. A lot of singing this You're episode. Already, yeah. You're already reckless as a host. This has gone off the rails, Trevor. Gloria. No, I'm down for <laughs> I'm down for the uh BTP musical episode. There you go. I trust oh when trust me, I'm are we doing the that? I'm working there, on there, BTP there, the musical. There have been that, enough episodes of, the, of this podcast now that I think you have to at some point. Soon. That episode would yeah, get I mean, shut down by copyright like within uh, five seconds of being dropped. <laughs> no, no, Matt. Original songs, pal. Oh, sure. Right. I'm working on a song called The Brain By You. It's like old jazz oh. music. Sound, sound. Some of the two are standby. Lucky you, Sevens. But... The category is today's Lucky <laughs> Sevens. Lucky Seven, you. it is. The three well, lists. The three lists. <laughs> Scott, I will deduct Scott. 10 points. Oh, <laughs> keep going, Scott. Keep going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> God, sit down and shut up. Let's do this. <laughs> The three lists for today's Lucky Seven are PGA Tour Money Leaders for the 2021-2022 season, Most Receptions in the 1980s, and the last seven 15 seeds to beat a two-seed in the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. Ooh. Oh, man. Right. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was leaning towards also. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. Let's do that. Yeah, let's yeah. All right, let yeah. All right, don't fudge with my heart. You can choose first. Which list would you like? Um, we're gonna do the fifteen seeds. Oh, that's the one I was hoping left behind. All right, we're gonna check in. Okay, don't fudge with my heart has checked in. So whenever you're ready, let's hear your list. All right, we got um, St. Peter's. Against Kentucky in 2022, correct. Um, Oral Roberts. Versus Ohio State in 2021, correct. Florida Gulf Coast. Versus Georgetown in 2013, correct. Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee versus Michigan State, 2016, correct. Lehigh. Lehigh versus Duke in 2012, correct. Um, and I think there was another one that year, too, was um, Norfolk State. Norfolk State versus Missouri, 2012, correct. And we had to come up with who who beat Ohio, um, um, Iowa State, and I think it was Hampton. It is indeed Hampton. You have run the list. Well done. All right, Dan, take some time, rest. Because we got to do this again with golfers. We don't know that they're not going to take when, the golfers. <laughs> when David Lux, when when Lux was playtesting, he said, "No one's going to know those podunk schools." Oh, he David, come I knew, on. He, he must not have known Dan was going to be on the recording. Yeah. I'm gonna say All I had your... I had the first six right off the bat. And I just mm-hmm. had to think of the last one. But yeah, that's that's well done. The only one I had was Hampton because I remember because I had. Iowa State going to the Final Four in that year, so my bracket got killed that first game. 
Yeah. My first thing, I thought it went all the way back to Coppin State, and then I forgot that Hampton was there. But the full seventy points for "Don't Fudge on My Heart." So current events, don't fudge with my heart, I should say. Current events. Don't fudge on it either, actually, Trevor. Don't don't fudge on our heart either. Don't don't fudge above my heart. Don't fudge behind. Right, right. (laughs) Okay, current events. Which list would you like? If you know golf better, I mean, I I don't know. I'm sure I I thought about it a little bit. I don't know. The A's is kind of. I don't know. We're kind of struggling with it. I don't know if it's. I think we have four. Of those names that I pounded out, I think are I think I I have a few sure. golfers in mind. I just don't know. Your call, buddy. Sure you, I gave you what I know I, as far as golfers. You're that's going to be like ninety nine percent you. I guess because they swept the list, so I guess we could take the NFL. And if we don't do well, we might still get the third list anyway. Yeah, I, maybe maybe we play it that way. So, we can do that. Okay. So I guess we're going to take the most receptions in the 1980s. <clears throat> okay. Go for it. All right. We're going to check in. Okay. Current events. You're checked in. Let's hear your list. All right. Well, we're going to start with uh, Steve Largent. Steve Largent, number two. Correct. Awesome. Then we're going to go with Art Monk. Art Monk, number one. Correct. Do you want to go with uh, James Lofton? James Lofton is number five. Correct. All right. Then I think there might be some tight ends on this list. I'm going to go with Ozzie Newsom. Ozzie Newsom is number three. Correct. Okay. Okay. We navigate through now that. Now it's so... a crapshoot. I want to go with your guy first or one of one of the, my other ones? Uh, I don't go with mine. He's going to be at the end, I think. So pick. Okay. I mean, go with that that next one that I have on that list. Sure. Yeah, go with that one. It's fine. Uh, Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth is not on the list. (sighs) You did get four correct for 40 points. So don't fudge with my heart. You can try to complete the list. I think it doesn't matter if we try and fix. They're going to get the last list anyway, right? You know um, what? Honestly, I want to win the game, but I just don't want to do that list, so I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, I think... Okay, so who did they say? They said... They said Lofton, Monk, Largent, and uh, Ozzy Newsom. Okay. Then I think I think Kellen Winslow's got to be on there. Sounds good to me. We'll say Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow, Kellen Winslow is number four. Correct. I don't have many other names on there, man. Um, you got you have the AW guy, you have the R and B group, <laughs> so just go with one of them. R and B group? Which group is that? How about Wes Chandler? Wes Chandler is incorrect. Ooh. Not on the list. That was not the R and B group, Mason. No. Oh. All right, I gotta so, hear these other names on this list here. So that was you guys got the, fir- the first Drew, five. Drew Hill was the R and B group. Drew Hill, oh. there you go. <laughs> he typed that in. I went Cisco. <laughs> so you're combined. You got the five, the top five. 
Oh, we did. Okay. Number six. Number six. Yep. Number six was JT Smith. Well, and well, number seven. Second. Hold on. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay. Sorry, Josh. Who? I, Justin I Timberlake Smith. I, I have never heard the name JT Smith in my life. That's JR's cousin. JT. <laughs> <laughs> Who is JT Smith? That, that, that was no that was definitely the name I looked up. That was the name I had to look up as well. So yeah, he was a he was a receiver all through the eighties. For who? Um, who did he play Cardinal, for? Cardinals for 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 the for the, for the Chiefs for St. Louis and then uh, the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yep, the Cardinals were in St. Louis at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yep, yep. Wow. So yeah, JT so Smith most, is a name I have never heard before years. in my life. Yeah. <laughs> You literally could have given me a million guesses. I would have never. I can heard name that. a bunch of JTs. I never. Heard okay, of so JTs. who's the other hey, one? Hey, we could have got a Lucky Smith out of that. Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. You could have, could have. Yeah, uh, and number seven is a name that's much more recognizable: Dwight Clark. Hey, oh, that was we, on my list. Matt had on the list. R.I.P. So we only have one who in that list, but hey, having having a who in the list of the top receiver like re- receivers receptions yeah, for a wise, decade, is, yeah. Yeah, it's the eighties though. Yeah. So that was wait no, so Winslow, Newsom, and Clark. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they said the early two thousands was when tight ends dominated. Right. <laughs> okay. So then we have one more list to complete. That is the PGA who were money leaders for the 2021-2022 season and current events. You can try to work this one out. Should I think it's good? Should I go it's grab a drink me. while you're doing this, or sure? Why don't you go back to that barber shop? Get you know, get get your beer trimmed and have yourself a drink. Yeah, I got yeah. my beard. I have. Today. I came up with eight names. Now the question is, which one I want to cut off of here? All right, I think we're I think we're checking in, Matt. If you're good, I have my list. Seriously, so, bro. Which, <laughs> okay, if you're good. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm going to hope for the best. I, it's, this might bomb completely, but we'll, we'll see what happens. All right. Sounds like you are ready to go. So let's hear your list. All right. We're going to start with Rory McIlroy. Rory is on the list at number five. Hey, okay. um, now we'll go with Xander Shoffley. Xander Shoffley is on the list. Number six. Oh, I'm scared right now that I'm hitting bottom going of the, the barrel wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's go with a very similarly named player, Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler is a little higher on the list. Number one. Oh, okay. That's good, at least. Um, Will Zalatoris. Will Zalatoris is also on the list. Is it right? You're just making names up now. Yeah, no, and they're on the list somehow. <laughs> no, he he he's been placing pretty high in majors. I didn't. Which place would you say? Did you say uh, Trevor? Number three. Yeah, he okay. also owns a pasta joint over here. <laughs> it's very closely spelled as Zatarans. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll go with Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith is number two. Cousins to JT. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but I figured someone else would. Um, but I'm, this is a 
this is going to be a homer pick because I know that he was doing pretty well then. Um, we're going to go with LSU alumnus Sam Burns. Sam Burns is on the list at number seven. Good Lord. All right, well, I'm hoping this one's on here because I thought of Cameron Smith earlier. It reminded me of Cameron Young, so that's what I'm going to go with. Cameron Young is not on the list. Mm-hmm. All right, well. Oh, wait. We have to try? I mean, you don't have to. You can just pass. We Dulé just make Hill. up a name like you did. You, you made up a name and got points. I did not make up names. The real, these are real people. Real stories. I, I, I think it's Dulé Hill. What did he say? Tomas Sadoransky? And somehow he was on the list? <laughs> yeah. uh, I was not expecting uh, to mention Tomas Sadoransky. <laughs> It's a random, I don't think it's a really Dulé, random name. Dan, I don't think it's Dulé Hill because uh, there's only one black golfer. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I know some other names, but just from this podcast, there's uh, Rochambeau. But I'm guessing if he were on this list, Mason would have named him. And he would have named him DeChambeau. But <laughs> yeah. there's that other person that Nathan likes, but I don't even remember his name anymore. That other person I like. Yeah, you mentioned once that you like you watched this other guy. I don't remember. Oh, I think was. I know what you're talking about, but I'm not gonna say that. Yeah. I don't think it's gonna help you, but yeah. don't, don't not, I don't think it's gonna name on the list. It doesn't help because I don't remember his name. So uh yeah, I don't I think know, Dan. Is it Datwin? Could be Datwin. You know what? That's probably closer than than we think. Sure, it's got to work one of these times in this game, right? I'm waiting for that fourth quarter, quarter question about <laughs> Dallas Cowboys middle linebacker. All right. I, if, if he says something about a Vietnamese middle linebacker for Texas A&M, <laughs> I am going to lose it. <laughs> All right. We're going to go with that win for zero points. At number four is not that win. You see, zero points. Uh, we got it. So number, number four. <laughs> Good job. Number four is a fellow by the name of Patrick Cantlay. Ooh. Patrick Cantlay is one. Cantlay? Not on my list. You, you say Cantlay? Marriage. Marriage, I, right? I, I, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Got a headache. Marriage. <laughs> I'm not even saying anything. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. She's not. You're not getting in trouble. You didn't say anything. You're good. We, we started this long before you actually got onto the onto yeah. the episode. So. I I know talking behind my back. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Well then, through lucky number seven, scores are current events married and moved with four hundred. And don't fudge with my heart with 355. That brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. Categories for today are as follows. Question number one in the category of Bootylicious. Talking about sumo wrestling. Question number two. Category so good. A hockey question. Hmm. Question number three. Survivor. A college football question. 
And question four, Bills, Bills, Bills. A tennis question. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one. What is the name for the highest rank that a sumo wrestler or rikishi can achieve in the sport? There are strict qualifications to be awarded this rank. Only 73 rikishi have ever achieved it since the late 1700s. All right, we'll check in. Don't fudge with my heart has checked in. So current events, married and moved, you can talk it out. Yeah, I, I think this might be Yokozuna. I have never heard of that. So if that's something for you, I, I, I couldn't begin to even tell you anything about the ranks of sumo wrestlers. We didn't wager many points in this one, so let's just go with it. It's the only thing I got in my brain. So, okay, we're gonna go ahead and check in with uh, Yoko Zuna for seventeen points. Don't fudge with my heart. What did you say? And what was your wager? I don't know anything about sumo wrestling, but I know things about wrestling in general. Um, and that's kind of how we got to where we got to because Rikishi was a wrestler who was part of the uh, lineage. Uh, with another wrestler who won the 1993 Royal Rumble and main evented a WrestleMania against Hulk Hogan, and his name was Yokozuna, so we checked in with zero points with Yokozuna. One team is getting points, but both teams are correct. The correct answer is Yokozuna. Yeah, I was I was hoping that the Rikishi name dropping Rikishi in there would help might help steer you in that direction, and. In preparation for this quiz, I did watch that Royal Rumble. Moving on to question number two. The Detroit Red Wings assembled a powerhouse in the 1950s, winning four Stanley Cups in the decade. Those championships were spearheaded by a group of three future Hall of Famers who all played together. Gordy Howe, Sid Abel, and Ted Lindsay. What was the Motor City appropriate nickname of this trio? We're going to check in. Hey, don't fudge with my heart's checked in. So current events, married and moved. Feel free to talk it out. I know I know this as soon as as I hear it. Yeah. As soon as this pops into my brain, I'm pretty sure that this is. Yeah, it's not like you had mentioned Hell on Wheels. I was was trying to Yeah, you're just making a joke. They were on skates. There were wings on wheels, actually. There you go. Yes. So for some reason, the name production line sticks into my brain, but it, that doesn't sound right either. Like assembly line? Is that what? You... I mean, production pops because they produced, but I, I mean, I don't know. Assembly line. I don't know. I'm just trying because I mean, Ford's the one who was attributed with creating the assembly line, even though he yeah, did. yeah. Um, but hmm. so I, I mean, I, I recognize two of the names. That's I, I don't know who Sid Abel is. The other two I know names. Yeah. I just, but I I don't know their nickname as far as like the the group. Is it is it maybe because there's three of them? Something to do with I don't know. I don't I, I mean the production line is the one that was popped in my brain. I'm not sure if it's right or not, but I mean. Yeah, I, I don't have anything insightful on this, so that's something that kind of makes sense for you. I'm fine with it because I 
Second question in a row, I have no idea. Again, so. we only we we only bet it. We only betted. We only bet seventeen points on this one. So let's go with that. Sure, the production okay. line for seventeen. Okay. So current events checked in with the production line for seventeen points. What did you say for your uh, real answer? Then I also want to hear what that fake answer was too. Uh, yeah, so we have two answers. We have the answer that we want to be right and the answer that we think is right. Uh, I'm going to give you the answer that we want to be right. Um, and thinking maybe they had a really strong fan base in the Sudan, and we were thinking maybe it was Ating Motown. <laughs> but uh, that's not what we ended up going with. We went with the much lamer one, uh, and Dan will tell you what, what that is. Yeah, it might be lamer, but I I think it's right, and I think Matt, you got it. It's the production line. No, we waited zero. Yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. One team is getting points, but both teams are correct. The correct answer is the production line. Nice job. Yeah, there were there were multiple iterations of this. Uh, Sid Abel left the team, um, and then Alex Delvecchio replaced him. But the 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 original the one people should know is this this trio. Moving on to question number three in the category Survivor. The coach with the longest active tenure in the FBS started at his post in 1999, a full six years clear of the two men tied for the second longest tenure. They represent three different conferences. Name two of these three men. We're going to check in. Don't fudge with my heart is checked in. So that means current events, married and move, you can talk it out. I got? think I have I think I have all three of them because I remember we back in like maybe it was last year or something we had a, a five on three where it was like the five longest but I I know cold that Kirk Ferentz is the longest yes. he's in like his twenty something this is ninety nine so yeah this is yeah and I think the other two that had the same number is uh, Whittingham from Utah it's Kyle Whittingham pretty sure and then Mike Gundy from Oklahoma State. And Iowa, Utah, and Oklahoma State are in three different conferences, so it it fits everything. We only need two of them. Um, we go with Ferentz so, from Whittingham. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure all three of them are right, but I think Whittingham for sure has been um, there for quite a long time. So yeah, we'll go with Ferentz and Whittingham for 100. Don't fudge with my heart. What did you say? And what did you, Peter? So Scott had Ferentz right away. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I, th- I was pretty sure Whittingham was on there, but we also, um, we, we, we don't know how this guy could have been around as long as he has been because he's only 40, he's a man. Uh, but he's a man. That's, and we said Mike Gundy. And so it's just said Ference and Gundy for zero points. Both teams are correct. You got all, you got all three men. Yep. Kirk Ference. Whittingham Mike Gundy's the man, and and Gundy is he, he? Did he? Is he fifty now? He could recreate that, you know? Like no, no, he's just always forty. Oh he's man, 40. I'm fifty. I'm a man. Still forty. Still, still forty. Always forty. You can't. You can't immortalize that. And, <laughs> you know, change. Change your age. Okay, on to the last question of the game. As of the time of recording. There are two American women ranked in the top 10 world tennis rankings. Together, these two women reached the French Open Doubles Championship in 2022. 
name either. We'll check in. Current events is checked in, so don't fudge with my heart. You can talk it through one last time tonight. Is it that girl win? She didn't win. They they finished second. Um, there's one name that I know, and I think this is one of them. I think it's I, I it's one of those ones that I've only ever seen it written out. But I I think it's Coco Golf or Goff or something like that. Okay, sure. I don't know anybody else. Um, spoiler alert: We didn't wager anything on this, so right, we're not going to notice the pattern. Coke, you said Coke. Okay, sure. I, you know who I want to say? One, I think wrong with me. Two, I think wrong. <laughs> I think wrong. Something's got to give. Let the body hit the mouth. She's multi-talented. She's uh, she was in the 1950s in the NHL. She was a head. Um, you know, tennis player, head coach, yeah, just everything. Yeah, I think it's, I think Coco, I think it's Coco Golf, like G A. Playing the wrong sport, should be playing golf because that's how my nephew say it. But sure. All right. Well, that's what we're going with for zero points. Current events. What did you say, and what did you wager? Yeah, this is. I mean, this is a name that I recognize, and like and we had briefly talked about this. Some friends of mine. Um, you're talking about tennis out of nowhere, and this name came up. And I couldn't tell you the other one, but uh, we went with the exact same name of Coco Golf Golf. I don't know how you pronounce it. I've only seen it in writing too. Um, so we wagered 17 points. Both teams are correct, and Coco Golf is a correct answer. And the other one, uh, if you don't know the, I don't know, maybe the category name might help in this ca- in this case. Uh, Bills, Bills, Bills. Coco Goff uh, teamed up with the daughter of the Bills owners. Her name is Jessica Pagula. So Jessica Pagula and Coco Goff are the two. The game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. Finishing with a respectable 355 points, they end the fourth quarter with as many points as they had starting it are don't fudge with my heart, 355 points. And our clipboard captains of the game who are receiving the coveted Atingmo Award with 551 points is current events, married and moved. Congratulations, Matt and Mason. All right. Well, I want to thank Trevor for uh, coming on, writing this game and hosting. Thank you very much. Thank you to your wife and your son for uh, giving us your time uh, and uh, for him sleeping through this whole time. I'm sure he does. It was a wonderful baby and slept through the whole time. So, so I will, as soon as I, as soon as I walk out of this closet, I will find out just how good he was. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So thanks, buddy. I appreciate your time. Yeah. So thanks for having me on, guys. I, I always enjoy it. It had been a while, and so I was looking forward to this for a long time. It's always good to come on and talk with you guys, hang out. It's a it's a, it's a lot of fun. So thank you, as always. Thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep. Stretch! Stretch! Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.